what's good, what's good, Grand Rising. It is a new day, it's a new dawn, and I'm feeling good, okay? So it's here with your morning cup of tea. My vibes are L-I-T this morning, Liddy in the city. And I was in my 5 a.m. power hour this morning causing trouble, as I do. And I was writing down who I want to be when I wake up on the 25th of December 2021. I was literally writing down when I wake up on the 25th of December, who do I want to be proud of? Like, in terms of who I am, like, what do I want to have achieved when I wake up and be like, yeah, God, we did that. Like, what does that look like? Who is that? What does it feel like? Where am I in the world? Like, listen, coronavirus ain't going to stop me. We're going to be outside, which means if I want to travel, I'm going to travel. If I don't want to be here, I'm not going to be here. Like, I want you guys to start thinking about who are you willing to become by December? And then I went further and I was like, okay, who am I willing to become in two years from now when I wake up on the 25th of December? And then five years from now. And it just reminded me to keep dreaming. It just reminded me to be bold. It just reminded me to be big. It just reminded me like, we've got to start to put these things out into the universe. And just before I came on here, I was like, I'm just about to tweet, God, I genuinely cannot wait for my best friend to become my husband. Like, I'm just feeling to put some stuff into the atmosphere, okay? So this morning, it laid on my chest. And then I, as I was writing that, some music was randomly playing in the background. And I just heard two lines and two lines of that song. One was saying, I am enough. And the other line was, I'm already chosen. And I loved it. I had to stop the track and I was like, wait, hold on a minute. Why are you feeling to talk to me already? And I was just like, that's exactly it. Sometimes we wake up and we forget that because of the current circumstances that we're facing right now, we start to believe that we're not good enough. We start to believe that we need more than we already have. We start to believe that we need some big aha moment for everything to fall into place. And I'm like, I don't care what is or is not happening, child. You better start dreaming. You better start writing down who you're willing to become on the 25th of December, 2021. And then every day wake up and work towards that person. Because at the end of the day, if you ain't feeling to do it, who's going to do it? And what is limiting you? What is stopping you? And I think when you write it down and now you have your big vision, right? And you're like, okay, cool. You take baby steps. And the reason why I did 2021, 2023 and 2026, because it was this year, two years from now, and then a five year. And as I wrote them down and I saw the journey, like I was just writing, right? Like I was just writing out what I think. But as I looked back and I saw the journey, I was like, oh my gosh, now it seems attainable. Now it seems like, okay, Tanya, one, give yourself time. Sometimes we want things like right here, right now, and we're just not patient. And we're really not even willing to do the work to become that person. And when that song came on in the background and it said, I'm enough, I'm chosen, it just reminded me that, yo, I've already got this. I've already got this. I've just got to be willing to believe that it's possible for me, right? And then on top of that, I've just got to be willing to do the work, whatever that looks like. So if I want to become, if I want to earn 10K a month, right? The current lifestyle that I'm living right now, I'm not going to be able to live that to earn the 10K. I'm going to not only be able to make money, but I have to start making money, um, make its own money, right? So I have to get used to passive income. And this is the thing, which means, okay, Tanya, you're going to have to do some more studying. You're going to have to do some more investing. You're going to have to figure out how that money is going to work for you. You have different choices to make when you want to be in different arenas. But if you're not willing to get into those different arenas, then mm, who's going to make you any different? So I just wanted to have a conversation where it's just like, what are you willing to do? Who are you willing to become? And how is life already showing you that you are enough and you're already chosen? Do you believe it? Are you ready to step into it? I think I may have found the song. I'm going to play a little bit of it. Um, don't go crazy. If it's not, don't go crazy if it's like not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> but I think this is the song that came on. 
and it just won't mute. Like the advert keeps on playing. So we're going to listen to it and hopefully we'll hear them lines that I heard. Let's see. And then we could chop in and y'all can come up to the stage and talk. I'll never be more love than I am right now. Wasn't holding you up, so there's nothing I can do to let you. funny because they were talking about gyro who's another name for god and um i love that first line i didn't hear it before but the very first line said i will never be loved more than i am right now yo do you know what's so crazy about that because i don't know about y'all but i think sometimes people struggle with accepting that that we're really loved right now like we're really good right now like we seriously have everything that we need everything that we want is that is that our fingertips but are we willing to see it are we willing to feel it are we willing to tap into it i'm going to just reset the room invite some of y'all up to the stage to speak or you could ping yourself up um sorry that you couldn't get into the room because it was locked i didn't even know how it did that so it meant that you couldn't see it but now you're here grand rising this morning we started with some soca vibes singing up and up and up up and up and I was just saying that I was writing down in my 5am um, when I wake up on the 25th of December, 2021, um, who I want to wake up being, like what would I would have wanted to achieve? What have I accomplished? Where am I in the world? What am I proud of? What has happened? So I was writing it as if it's already happened. And then I took it a step further and wrote the same for the 25th of December, 2023 and the 25th of December, 2026. And so it's now giving me um, things to attain, right? It's making me, it's giving me steps to reach. It's giving me a place to go. And although I wrote it down massive, like I wrote it down at my top end, how do I want to feel? Who would be around me? Where in the world would I be? How much would I be earning? What would my life look like? What would my children be doing? Um, what would my home look like? All of that good, good stuff. And now I'm going to take steps each day to get there. I think that sometimes we stop dreaming, we stop visualizing, we stop imagining. And actually our imagination is what gives birth to everything every single idea that we are using now, um, everything that we step into, it's been somebody's idea and that had to come from their imagination. Yet we forget to imagine, we forget to dream, we forget to visualize, we forget to use these tools in life because guess what? Life is just happening. And then we wake up every day thinking about our problems, thinking about what we've got to do, thinking about what's right in front of us. And I'm just like, yo, this song was playing in the background randomly as I was writing and it literally said, I am enough and I'm already chosen. So if those things are true, then what are you already enough of? What are you already chosen to do? And as a result of that, who are you giving yourself permission to become? 
So let's chat, let's talk, let's see who's in the room, let's see what y'all are feeling. Let's see if any of you have done this exercise before, if you're willing to do it, how you're visualizing in your life, how you are um, manifesting, how you're bringing things to the forefront. I've invited everybody in the room up to speak so you can just accept or decline. Hey Bev, how are you? Grand rising. talking about angry vaginas <laughs> she's on the same kind of you know path and then listening to louise this morning and she said the things that are difficult for us are only the lessons we have chosen for ourselves and if we have if we are having an experience it's something that we have had the power to to manifest therefore we have that same power to remove it and it was just like ping, 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 ping. yes and i think do you know why that's so crazy because just before i came on i was looking online at um monica monica brown mm -hmm. and she's just had another surgery for i can't say this word that endometriosis there you go that big old word and um, and she said that it was laying on her spirit to speak. She said when she was in that surgery, all that kept coming to her spirit was to tell um, people to forgive our parents, to forgive um, your parents, forgive your parents, forgive your parents, whether that relationship looks good, whether that relationship wasn't good, whether they're present, um, they're not present, you know, whether they've crossed over, like do the inner work of forgiveness because these um, things manifest inside our bodies. And I just think that we often take for granted that our bodies are so dope, like they're so supportive, like so, so, so supportive that stuff manifests so we can do the work. But we're not sometimes willing to do the work because we just hope if that is just removed, if it's just taken away, that it's done. When actually it keeps coming out. And I keep speaking to this about people, um, I keep speaking to people about this because I've just recognized that a lot of things I was experiencing have disappeared. They genuinely have disappeared. And it's because of the level of forgiveness that I've been willing to go to. And, um, and it's a lot of forgiveness for myself and it's a lot of forgiveness for others and a lot of forgiveness for my circumstances. And what we don't realize is over time, when we don't do forgiveness and we're holding on to things, I even posted something yesterday that said, just because you don't speak on it, it doesn't mean it's not heavy. And so sometimes we don't want to speak about things or sometimes we, we don't want to address things because they're heavy. But the truth of the matter is that energy is somewhere in our body, you know? So whether it comes out as a rash, whether it comes out as an illness, whether it comes out as a pain, right? This is how we get better at being able to dissolve these things. And like, we absolutely can heal ourselves. Like we legit can heal ourselves. And I kind of just wish there was more conversations about it and more people tapped into people like Louise Hay, because this woman didn't just heal. This woman healed stuff like AIDS where people don't believe there's a cure for. She healed things like HIV, 
HIV, um, cancer, things where people believe the only cure is surgery or the only cure is um, injections and all of this stuff. And those things can help. But one thing I always say to people is we have to remember the medicine is a multi-billionaire industry. That doesn't mean that it can't help. But what it does mean is it's designed that in a way you come back. Yeah. It's a business. I mean, she was also saying, you know, look at your patterns. You know, like some some of us uh, acknowledge the fact that when we're reading a book that's really, really juicy, we start to feel sleepy. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden we want to sleep. Or as I was saying, never sleep, we want to sleep. We don't want to take in the information. <laughs> yeah, it just takes you on to a whole different, you know, deep level of... And it, she just says, you know, sometimes all of a sudden, you you know, you want to go to the bathroom, start daydreaming. All of a sudden you say, you know, this is going on, or I, I don't have time, or I don't have money, or I don't have this. And, you know, just kind of looking at your patterns that are stopping you from progressing and achieving what it is that you say you want to achieve. It's just been so interesting, and I'm, I feel so grateful that, you know, as I say, the tools are, are coming. The tools are coming for me to address and get to where I want to be. So I'm really grateful. Lovely. So who, when you wake up on the 25th of December, 2021, who are you willing to become? Tell me one thing that if you got that thing, you would be like, or if you was feeling that way, you would be like, yes. Just my true authentic self, happy, healed. Sorry, that wasn't one thing, was it? Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. That is one thing, really. Yes. One thing that I would say is um, one thing that I've vibed so much with, and it was funny because I actually didn't need to write it down on my paper, was like manifesting peace. One thing that I've really found in the midst of this last year is peace. Like sometimes we write down a lot of materialistic things that we want to experience, right? Whether that's, I don't know, a new car, a new home, a healthy relationship, whatever, whatever. And to be able to just say, I actually just want to be at peace. I just want to be at peace. Like that is so dope. But I recognize for me, peace has come from choosing to be powerful moment to moment. It is choosing to come, it has come from being willing to take responsibility for everything that I'm experiencing, whether good or bad, right? But actually knowing that I've got some kind of contribution to it. So whether I've um, whether I'm experiencing it to grow me, whether I'm experiencing it to learn, whether I'm experiencing it to be divinely blessed, whatever it looks like. I'm just able to come to peace because actually I'm not choosing to see things as anything that's knocking me off my path. I'm not choosing to see things as, whoa, me. I'm not choosing to see things as, you know what, this cannot change or shift. If I am experiencing this, whether it's, whether it's massive or whether it's small, I have played a part in creating it. And so I think when you keep giving yourself the power, you keep recognizing that, yeah, I'm in the director's chair. So we get to direct however this is going to go. And that's funny because I was just picking one of my sticks for the morning and I picked one of my magical affirmation sticks. And the stick says, I radiate love and compassion. My energy invites great things to happen. I love that. And I think that's what we have to become more responsible for, like the energy that we're actually radiating. Therefore, what's actually coming back to us? Because sometimes we feel like, yo, I've been so good. I've been so zen, but I just keep attracting shit, 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 shit. First of all, anything that we're experiencing right now, it's already old news. It's actually old. And that's what we don't understand. We don't recognize that we've thought these things whenever long ago and now they've come to the forefront we're having to deal with them and that's all that it is we're just supposed to deal with it but some of us are being crushed and crumbled and broken by the old news when actually we're just meant to look at it and be like oh okay I see what it is that you're trying to do I see what it is that you're trying to teach me but that comes from being patient and it comes from actually being at peace because when you're not at peace, you can't see it like that. You actually just get lost in the dysfunction and it becomes more dysfunction because you put more energy into the dysfunction. But you can be in the midst of dysfunction and still be at peace. Like you legit can. I am telling you guys, you can. You can be so, one of my favorite words is nonchalant because nothing outside of you needs to affect you. Like I called somebody yesterday 
and I had to have an uncomfortable conversation with them. And I didn't have no tone. It was literally just like, I really don't appreciate when you do X, Y, or Z. And they went off. Ah, ah, you don't appreciate me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you really need to learn to control your emotions because the fact that people can say stuff to you and you get so triggered, that shows that you're not in control of your emotions. Because guess what? I'm going to have this conversation. I'm going to come off the phone and I'm going to feel great. I'm not going to feel any different to when I came on the phone because I'm just saying I don't appreciate that. But actually, to some people, you cannot even express what you don't appreciate because they get offended. They get defensive. And we have to just get better at what is offending us and what is making us defensive because that is the same energy that then manifests into something else. And I'm the type of person where you could do something real disrespectful to me, real out of line, and I'm going to just have a conversation about it. And then I'm going to go about my business. And even if in that conversation we get into argument, we get into tone shifted, we get into shouting at each other, guess what? When I walk away, I am good because I have released it. I am not carrying it further than that conversation. And I think when we let things linger, we will have that exchange, right? And then we're thinking about it. We're thinking about it. We're thinking about it. We're making it mean something. We're ringing up our friend and saying, yeah, when this person did that and when that person did this. And before you know it, something that was just supposed to be an experience, right, is becoming a whole essence of who you are. Now you're known to gossip. Now you're known to be bitter. Now you're known to be angry. Now you're known to be defiant and all of this stuff. When technically it was just supposed to be an exchange of energy that you dealt with there and then, and then it's done. And we kind of have this idea that, no, they did this to me, so I'm going to carry it. Or I'm going to make sure that they know, or they're going to watch it. Or, and it's just like, really? Really? Does that really serve us being grown? No, it doesn't. And actually, does it serve us as a child? No, it doesn't. So I just think we got to get better at being at peace in the midst of dysfunction. Because when you're at peace in the midst of dysfunction, you actually start to recognize more and more and more and more and more what your energy is attracting. So therefore, what you're responsible for. Like some days when I wake up and I legit feel groggy, believe it or not, I do not wake up every day feeling a hundred. Some days I feel groggy as shit, like, like just miserable as hell, like super miserable. And the truth of the matter is, I'll go, Tanya, what was you thinking before you went to sleep? Or Tanya, what have you got to do today that you really don't want to do? Or Tanya, what is playing on your mind that you haven't addressed? And just been able to sit and ask myself those little tiny quality questions, it allows the answer to come. Sometimes I just don't think we give ourselves enough time with us to really process what we're doing. And then when you find the root of it, do something about it replace it because sometimes like and especially in coaching I hear people say the same damn thing a million times oh the reason why I don't do that is because my mama told me taught me this way of being or I'm scared of when people shout so every time I experience shouting I shut down and it's like okay cool how many times you're going to tell the same story until you choose to recreate it you know half of your limits. And if you don't, I feel like I will keep saying this. At this point, I think every person living should have some kind of therapy, some kind of counseling, some kind of coaching, just so that you're able to be aware of who you are, like really are. Not who you think you are, but who you really are. So those patterns that Bev was speaking about can be revealed because the majority of the time there is patterns in the way that we behave. There is patterns in the way that we respond. There is fundamental patterns that come up in our lives again and again and again. Whether that is every month when it's our cycle, whether that is every year when we remember a certain level of trauma or a certain blessing, whether that is every couple of years when we go through a cycle of something, right? And if for those of you that um, may know about numbers, you'll know that in every couple of blocked numbers to so say for instance this is a year of a five and then the last time there was a year of a five you will find similarities just the same way that there is patterns in nature right there is a way that we are formed and that we grow and the way that we go through things there's patterns in everything 
and counseling, coaching, therapy, all of this stuff can help you tap into those patterns. So when you tap into those patterns, now you're able to identify those parts of you that are keeping you limited those parts of you that will not help you reach that goal at the end of this year, reach that goal in two years, reach that goal in five years. Furthermore, some people don't even give themselves permission to even be able to write that stuff down because they are so focused and fixed on what is happening now. So they couldn't possibly think, what could I be at the end of this year? What could I be in a couple of years? And I just pray that we keep giving ourselves permission to do these things. When I say they work, they legit work. I am not the person that believes in oh, just writing things down. But at the same time, I am a thousand percent the person that believes in just writing things down and letting them go. But on the flip side, when you write things down and then you wake up every day and take baby steps towards that thing, of course you can become it. And guess what? Even if you don't become that full thing, guess what? You're going to be nowhere near where you started if you just keep taking those steps. And I just think we need to get more in the rhythm and algorithm and pattern of putting ourselves on the treadmill and running. One thing I love about what Will Smith says is he may not be the smartest. He may not be the best looking. He may not be the most hardworking, but guess what? He's willing to die on that treadmill, which means he's counting himself in. He's counting himself in. And the only race that he's in is the race to, of him against him. And so I feel like we have to start to this marathon. I like to view it as a marathon. And I love when Nipsey Hussle said the marathon continues. When you see this as a marathon, then you start to begin legacy. And when legacy hits, it means that you've got to develop something now that is great enough to pass on. And when you sit with that idea of already being good enough, right? Already being chosen. How do you then just use that energy to do something great now that your children get to pick it up, your children's children get to pick it up? And that's how legacy lives. Somebody like Martin Luther King, he just had a dream, right? Yes, I believe that some of his children are still alive, but that dream, that one speech, that one vision, that legacy, yo, we're still trying to live up to that dream right now. It's still a thing that we're still like reaching for. It's still a thing that is still so current because his legacy was so grand when he was alive. And I keep talking about my granddad lately because he's just in my spirit. And I keep saying that since he's passed, legacy hits different. And I recognize now more than ever that it's not just about, it's not about what we have, right? It's not just about what we create or what we have, but it's really about who we are. What is the legacy that you are building and leaving through who you're willing to be? And it doesn't matter if you haven't got children, right? If your impacts and influence is, is influential enough, you can have a whole legacy without children. And sometimes I think that we get that twisted. We think that legacy has to be passed down through family. No, your legacy could be lived out through the people that you're touching every day of your life right now. Your legacy could be lived out through the conversations that you're having and therefore the lives that you're living. But it's a question of, are you willing to become the best version of yourself so that your impact and influence creates a legacy? And if you can wake up proud on the 25th of December, 2021, proud that you achieved something, proud that you attained something, proud that you allowed yourself to become something, and then you do the same in 2023 and you do the same in 2026, then you're already well on your way. Because once you start building that proud arena around you, that celebration arena around you, that winning arena around you, right? It has to re reach out. It has to branch out because that's what our energy is doing anyways. So sometimes when we're in these difficult situations, furthermore, sometimes there's a whole lie all the time when we're in any difficult situation. The truth of the matter is we've attracted it. And so we've got to be more responsible for how we're being each and every single day of our lives. Miss Tina, welcome to the stage. What do you have to say this morning? You're very lucky that you're allowed to call me Miss Tina. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say, because Lord I was like, you need a notepad when Tanya starts to talk. Um, 
I, I would go to where Bev where, where Bev said about she wants to get the healing mm -hmm. and she mentioned and she mentioned um um you can heal your life um by Louise Hay or one that she listened to one of Louise Hay's lecture. So I was trying to go back to uh, oh my god, how much years have I actually had? Um you can heal your life. Do you know what I mean? It, it feels like it's been in my life for so many years. Yeah. And it it feels like I've healed so many areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But in a sense, like like you've said many times, um, Tanya, people could get addicted to healing. Amen. And to me, you're gonna constantly be healing. So there's there's like it's just like perfection is an illusion mm -hmm. or completion in some ways because you could complete to this level and then there's other levels and there's other levels within the levels yeah so it's like healing is a continuous journey and maybe not being so focused on oh my god i want to get this or whatever we're constantly healing all the time um i love the way that louise just addresses things because it's just like look just address those thought forms just address that's a thought that you have, and that has made that a particular way. I love it. And, I... and that's it. So if you recognize that, that's the awareness. And then it's like, oh, my goodness. So sometimes, I will say this as well, then, then you can say whatever you want to say. I used to get so frustrated because I would think, well, why have I told that person that 20 years ago? And then they come 20 years later with that, aha, did you know this? And I think like, but I've been saying that for 20 years. So I understand as well that it takes different times for things to sit with people. So there's things like what Tanya is teaching now. And I'm like, and Tanya's like, Mom, did you not get that? And I say, I didn't hear it like that. So I can now get why 20 years later that person says, aha. Because for some things I'm hearing it all the time and it doesn't sit in me in that way. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then I get a, aha, oh, is that what that meant? I know you were saying it all the time, Tanya, but I didn't realise it meant that. And, you know, so, I always say when things are meant to land, they land. So when it's your season to hear it, when it's your season to experience it, when it's your season to manifest it, then that's just your season. And I don't believe nothing's new under the sun. There is nothing new under the sun. So even when we think we create these ideas, do you get what I mean? We think, oh my God, that was my thing. I'm telling you, you're going to go somewhere and find it. And it might not be the exact same because we're all connected anyways. So we're all getting this energy, these ideas, these things out of the ether. That's really where they're coming from. And so I totally hear it. And I feel like the season, say for instance, that Bev is in right now, she's focused on the healing. I too believe that we don't fully heal until we're dead. That's me. I feel that we will own, we, I don't know if we ever fully heal, but ultimately I feel that when we finished our experience, that's when we cross over, right? But there's a season where your main focus might be healing. There's a season where your main focus might be, I don't know, securing the bag. There's a season where your focus might be building relationships. Guess what? Does it mean that all of those things can't happen at once? No, it doesn't. But for you as an individual, that might be your season and your focus of that thing. And I always say this as well, like, I will hear people and they'll be like, oh my God, I heard this. And I'm like, bruh. We've been saying that for seven weeks. How have you only heard that today? But guess what? They were only meant to hear it today because today it is relevant for their experience, what they're going through, what they need and whatever they need to do with that. And to me, that's the magic of the universe. Um, and it just goes to show as well, like the Louise Hay book has been in my year for, in my year, you know, in my life for many years. When I first read it, I was furious with that book. I was furious. And actually, when I say that out loud, of course, I wasn't furious with the book. I was furious with myself for not knowing that information and having experienced a certain level of sickness, a certain level of relationships, a certain level of choices in the anger, rage, bitterness, lack of understanding that I did. But guess what, guys? I had to experience those things like that. Because if I didn't, I wouldn't be the person that I am. 
And so again, it comes back to that level of healing and forgiveness and actually being at peace because sometimes we get access to new information and it actually makes us angry. It actually makes us furious. It actually makes us pent up because then we start thinking who we could have been if we got this at that age and who we could have been if we applied this. It was like when I did an investing course and I was like, oh my gosh, if I would have known this younger and I had all of these gems, oh my gosh, I would have been seriously financial. I would be experiencing financial freedom already. But guess what? I wasn't supposed to get it then. And so again, you have to keep bringing yourself back to a place of peace because when you bring yourself to a place of peace, you bring yourself to a place of power. And ultimately we wanna be living out each day from a place of power and a place of peace. And it's a choice. The other thing that you were saying about where would you be in 25th of December, um, whatever year, and then five years later. Mm -hmm. I used to be fantastic at intending, you know, and like if I ran, um, I ran a community group and it would be like for the year, from the beginning of the year, I would set every event, everything, we would know what we're doing. I could put that out from the beginning of your, of the year and everything would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I'm going to say this just for the sake of the room, because like, this is the process that I went through. My actual issue was people mm-hmm. and actually working with people working with a team because when it came to me setting out that intention wow that that's it that was going to happen but when it comes to yeah but what is this and what is that and when them doubts and insecurities hit me oh, oh, uh, so that was something that i had to learn how to process how do i deal with other people not having that vision, not having that clarity, not having that thing. When I look at myself now, when you said, when you asked that question today, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. There's so much fear there now. There's fear mm-hmm. that if I can't be my word, and oh, fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm hearing it now from where I am today, like, oh, shit. That, that, that stuff that I've allowed to, to make me feel uncertain, like, yeah, I've come that uncertain person and I've come consumed by other people's opinions. And and sometimes that is because I believe that because I am so intentional and so focused on what I want, it can be an issue with friendship groups, it can be an issue with community groups that I work in, oh, she just wants this her way. And so I became consumed by other people's opinions. So that's what I realise now is the difference from who I was then to who I am now. And again, that's what I'm saying. It goes back to that point of we're in a position, some of us now, right, to know, oh, my God, that's what it is. And that's where we take our power back because it's the same thing that experience happened to me. And you would know, guys, yo, I was rich, rich when I was younger, okay? I just had money. Money came easily. Money was always available. Never ran out of money. I could have, do, be whatever I wanted in terms of money. I could jump on as much planes. I could spend as much money. I could buy the most amazing gifts. And you know what? People started saying, oh, you got to do this with your money and you got to do that and you got to do that, that, And I listened. And when I listened, I started developing their money habits. Oh my gosh. Now, ultimately, the lesson of that was so that one, I learned to trust my damn self. I knew that my trust in me was good enough, right? And also I had to learn to develop new um, money habits that would also help me and prosper me that guess what was not their habits either, right? But it just put me in an arena to learn new information about my financial decisions, about finance period. So everything again is coming to help us. Everything is coming to teach us. But if we are willing to listen, we will get the lessons. If we are willing to still keep looking at it like it was them or I didn't like people no maybe the lesson that you had to learn in those moments was one trust your own voice two that people's doubts and fears are just a reflection of yours so yes recognize it as a doubt yes recognize it as a fear and recognize that you're about to leap over it and you're going to put something in place to change that remember whether it's people situations experiences they're just reflecting 
This is the point. They are just reflecting who we are. And some of the most uncomfortable things to accept is us in them or us in that situation. And every time I say that, people get uncomfortable. People do not want to accept it. People say, I cannot see it. Now I'm not having that. But I'm telling y'all, if you sit with it, you will find it. And when you find it, that's where the game changer is. And that's where the power is. So, Miss Tanya, and just for the room to be aware, one of those people that gave Tanya such good advice was me. Tanya, <laughs> why are you going to buy that? Tanya, why are you going to bet, you know, that protecting <laughs> And um, hearing it from the example that I gave when I felt that other, pe other people's opinions affected me, yes, my opinion affected you, even though I thought I was coming from a good parent advice, loving, protecting, we spoke about that yesterday, space, it wasn't for you. Yeah. It kind of, kind of cut your wings and Tanya believed that, you know, me and her father were trying to, you know, kill her joy. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that was an experience and that also shows me that, yeah, the friends don't have to be the bad people or the community, the other community people that want to give their opinion, they're not the bad people. We're just all seeing it from our perspective. And like you said, I just got to have faith because those voices coming up was my own doubts and insecurities, but I just heard them through other people's voices. And now, yeah, it, it just makes me determined to, to steer my ship my relationship with myself in the direction that I want to go. And I think it's important to remember one thing I was saying last year, heavy, well, actually before last year, um, in some of my most difficult situations in terms of business and finance, all I kept saying to myself was, everything comes full circle. Everything comes full circle. Everything comes full circle. Everything comes full circle. So if you already started with good habits, started with good beliefs, started with good intentions, and you use that as a mantra, everything comes full circle, then guess what, babes? It's going to come back, you know? And also for those people who go through difficult situations where people are just bad mind and dirty minded and don't have good intentions I use the exact same mantra everything comes full circle everything comes full circle because guess what that same energy they're putting out it has to come back to them so then I am able to step out of trying to handle it and let the universe do its thing it might seem like it's taking time but guess what everything comes full circle like those patterns I was speaking about in the beginning they have to come and that's why when I looked at my life just before COVID and I was just on this hype of consistency consistency regardless to what happened Tanya remain consistent remain consistent Tanya be disciplined doesn't matter if anybody is with you can see you whatever whatever be consistent be disciplined by the time that COVID hit and technically everything around me fell. Everything that I had been building stopped. Guess what? My mantra did not change. Everything comes full circle. Actually, I was heavy on KTSE. Keep the same energy, keep the same energy, keep the same energy. And before you know it, the wheels started churning again. The wheels started churning again. The wheels started churning again. Creation started happening again. Things started manifesting again. And this is the thing. What we have to recognize is some of our mantras are people's opinions are defining you. Your circumstances are defining you. Your current reality is defining you. And because you are allowing it to define you, you constantly think about it. So because you constantly think about it, guess what? You constantly put energy into it. And wherever you put energy, things grow. So that's why it appears. And notice I say the word appears that things aren't changing, but things are always moving because nothing is actually solid. We're made up of atoms and energy that's always moving. Everything is. So if everything is always moving, you've got to put energy into the movement of where you want things to go. That's where the real peace is. That's where the real power is. But we just don't get it in everyday life situations because guess what? This person I'm dealing with right now is difficult. So I've got to focus on the difficulty. And I'm saying, no, don't focus on the difficulty. Don't focus on the fear. Don't focus on the doubt. I'm saying, observe it, be aware of it, but shift it. And that can only come from you. And that's got to be a constant conscious decision. Miss Cece. Well, rising queen. 
Grand Rising, girl. I pray you guys can hear me. I'm literally on the road. But um, the conversation this morning has really got me thinking. So a couple of points. Um, you picked my stick this morning. That was my stick that I picked. Ooh, hey, girl. Um, yeah, I love that stick. When I picked it, I literally smiled, and it just made me feel like anything possible. Like, anything is possible. And I can truly, you know, have whatever... I require and then I came on here and you're talking about um plans and who like where you want to be and my point was really interesting because I was like you know what it's not about where I want to be it's actually about who I want to be come on like who do you want to be calling in December because I'm loving the person I am now and I know that with consistency discipline structure you know I can become more of who I want to be, and that is kind of going to give me more of what I want to be. Yeah. I just think it's a really interesting um, thing to differentiate between the two, because a lot of the time people are focused on where they want to be, mm -hmm. and I think that's tripping us. Where we want to be is a result of who we are. Come on. So um, it was that, and then um, I woke up yesterday, and I was like, oh, what can I speak about on Tuesday? What can I speak about on Tuesday? And um, the word behaviour came to my head and I was like, oh, okay, really, really interesting. But listening to everybody today, I'm like, wow, like our children exhibit certain behaviour patterns, mm -hmm. which then like highlight us to things. Or something's going on because of how that child behaving. And, you know, our attitude as adults become a result of the behaviour. Right. So, yeah, on Tuesday we'll be talking about behaviours and what we can learn and what we can see through different behaviours, why certain behaviour patterns may be happening. But it's really interesting because we focus a lot on children's behaviour and never really on adults. Come on, talk about it until it becomes mental health, right? I love that. There you go. That's a big facts. Like we legit don't focus on our own behavior and therefore what is creating and therefore what that looks like manifesting. And it's so funny because now we're here, I'm going to give you our sneak preview of something I'm bringing out pretty soon. And the first lesson in it, it literally, it's just funny because as Claudine said that, it reminded me of something I was writing last week. Um, and I just thank you, Bev, Miss Tina, <laughs> mother, and Cece for joining the conversation. But I wanna leave you all with this and you guys can chop in again at the end if you want. But it's called lesson one. And it says, the pen is in your hand, start writing your story in ink. And, it, and I've used the quote, how many victory stories are you going to read before you start writing your own? And then it says, I decided I wanted more and it's time that you decide that too. As we venture off on this journey, I think it's vital to know that this journey is going to invite you to sit with yourself, listen to yourself, question yourself and get to know yourself. Then intentionally, courageously and purposely reinvent yourself. Discipline is the greatest form of self-love. And this is a journey that you are invited to take every single day of your life. Things are going to show up. Obstacles and trials will appear along the way. Trials and blessings will remain present in your life, but this journey is inviting you to shift the way you think and therefore the concepts and ideas of what you make things mean and how you choose to allow things to make you feel. We are not our feelings, but we truly can embrace them and allow them to guide us in our healing. We will be taking things up a notch by stepping into who we truly are and away from who we are really not. However, you will need to be relentless. You've got to get serious about being the best you and you must decide that you will not quit. Are you willing to be uncomfortable in asking yourself, who are you willing to become? And then I've gone on to say, imagine that there is no benefit system to take care of you. There are no limits to who you can become, education, time, resources, family, friends, money, your past, trauma or current circumstances are no longer factors that can hold you back. What would you do? Where would you be? Who would you be surrounded by? How much would you be earning? And in what areas would you be serving others? 
Take some time to answer the above questions. Think of who you wanted to be way before life happened. Tap into your unlimited ability to dream, create, and be anything beyond anything you've ever currently allowed yourself to be. Lesson one invites you to fire yourself up from your current position and the role in your life that you're currently choosing to play. Yes, I said it, choosing. As whether you believe it or not, yeah, girl, you're choosing this. But hey, I would like to invite you to switch it up and play bigger. Guess what? You've been employed by the universe to be your best self. And I'm planting the seed in your understanding that we are way more powerful than you know. We have a little more control over our life than you'd probably like to own. Our thoughts are creating our actions. Our actions are creating our habits. Our habits are developing our behaviors and beliefs, which are creating our lives. Therefore, if we begin to challenge our beliefs and develop new habits and think more fruitful thoughts, we will change our life. One day, you gotta decide to start walking. Are y'all excited for this? Can y'all guess what it is? <laughs> Are you ready to answer those questions? Can I place my um, order? <laughs> What do you think it is? What do you I think it know. is? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but I just don't like to miss out on anything. So please, um, <laughs> the first one already sold. Thank you. Miss <laughs> Bev, are you ready to take the lessons? Are you ready and to I know answer? Janice the... is down there getting ready to type. Me too. I know. I can see it's Janice. I know. <laughs> yes, girl. I'm ready. <laughs> Good, keep going, keep walking. And just keep remembering that we seriously have been employed by the universe to be our best self. And I think we've just got to keep reminding ourselves that that's all it is. And um, sometimes to be our best, we've got to experience less of who we are. And I love um, this saying that when God is blessing, he is pressing. So sometimes there's pressure on our lives. We're being pressed, but it's because after that pressing, there's going to come a blessing, but we've got to be willing to take the pressing. We can't run from it. We can't go over it. We can't go under it. We've got to go through it. And I just want to encourage y'all to keep walking, keep taking those steps, keep allowing yourself to be pressed because something great comes through the pressing. Miss Tina, what am I doing? Go on. Sorry, go, Beth. Yes, girl. Amen, says the church in the background. Miss Tina, how are you? Do you know what I'm doing? to be stupid we are gonna be a fool sometimes we just gotta decide who's worth us being a fool for <laughs> and i picked a stick just to leave that the room and it's an amazing stick guess what it says i am next in line for a miracle and a divine blessing yes i'm gonna take that stick like it's for me if that stick needs to be for you today then take it live it be it. Remember, you radiate love and compassion. Your energy invites great things to happen. So I pray y'all have an incredible... Yes, the weather today is so beautiful. Girl, don't yeah, gas me. Finally, finally, guys, let's just keep our prayers up that these two weeks of heat waves are actually coming and let's embrace them. I'm, I'm going into London today, so I wonder which wig I'm, wig I'm gonna pull out. If the weather's lit, then make sure you look good, okay? And be like those people. Those people is me and I am those people that when there is a piece of sun, yes, yes, yes. I make sure that my body can feel it, okay? Because we don't know if we're going to have a summer. <laughs> so be great and have an incredible day, queens and kings. If you listen to this later and it touches you, let me know. Have an awesome day and thank you so much for joining, um, embracing the conversation and listening. Be great, guys. Have an awesome day. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye.